Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey, parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Boss Man Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Gig and you a UMBS hawk, so we all hawked out. Oh, there, man, I'm, I'm, I'm 
sorry to hear you're an Atlanta Hawk. We got to get you some Mountain Eastern Shore real Hawk gear, uh, and, and uh, you know, make sure you're you're representing the right Hawk down there. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that, Coach. Hey, man, um, what does job mean to you, man? Leading the Eastern Shore Hawks, man. I know you was at the G League with the Sixers there, but now you got your head gig here, coming up in the MEAC Conference. How you feeling about that, Coach? I feel excited about it. You know, a lot of people don't know that 11 years ago um, I pursued this job um, back when they hired Frank Allen, who um, I'm actually good friends with now and uh, built a great relationship with him. And uh, so, yeah, when I was an associate head coach at the Naval Academy, 11 years ago around this time, I, I was pursuing trying to be the head coach of Maryland and Shore. And I always had my eyes on this job. So to be able to, to get it this time around, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the incredible campus we have, the, the facilities, the dynamic people that we have on our campus, our administration, our alumni. I'm ready to get to work, man. Small world, Coach. When I was a young man coming up, I used to go to Coach Allen's camps at Tennessee State University while I was spending time with my mother. That's how I've known Coach Allen for many years. <laughs> so that's a small okay, world. Okay, nice, nice, nice. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, man, he was, a, he was a great dude, man, a great dude. And I, and I, I that's, that's crazy. You've been on his job for 11 years, man. That's that's and how how it comes around. Now the gig is yours. So now that the gig is yours, man, what are your thoughts about putting your spin on this program? Now, you know, you haven't been there that long, but now you're trying to put your imprint on it. Now. So how's that been going so far? Well, I think, you know, I, I got my keys yesterday. They first gave me some keys last week. It didn't work. So, so the first win of the week this week was I got keys that work. So we're, we're doing well there. Um, no doubt. I get in the building, I get in my office. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to say we just had six re- six recruits up today. So we were we were uh, running around with those guys and, and, and giving them a chance to see campus and and uh, explore some things. And uh, I, I'm just I'm I'm really excited about trying to you know implement these two core words of, of our program. And one is family. You know, we want to just really, you know, have a brotherhood here with our players. We want to be a family with our alums, our administration, our community, uh, family with even people like you uh, that, that 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 support us. And oh, and even sometimes oh, so bad about not doing good. <laughs> you know, but everybody's family, and and we want to have that type of uh, culture here. And then we we talk a lot about tenacity and, and having some edge and how we play offensively, how we play defensively. So, you know, that's my main goal right now is is to really get the culture right here and, and based around family. Tenacity. One thing, I, one thing about me, Coach, I don't bash because you know, with my job with the Hawks, I have to spin everything to make it sound good. So <laughs> I don't bash. <laughs> so I've learned how not to bash, make it all sound good. And if you're losing, I make it sound good. Well, he was scored 20 points on the second half, so you know, I make it always make it sound good, no matter what it is. So I've learned that skill working with the Hawks. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I got you. I got you. Now, all good. You know, I just saying that sometimes. <laughs> It's your job to be critical and, 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 and media stuff, and that's all good. It comes with the territory, and, you know, I accept everything that, ha- that comes with the position. Now, I know you're happy about this. You get to kind of recruit your guys in the sense of getting them to buy into your system. They make the sense they want to be an Eastern Shore Hawk going forward because that's really key. As a new coach coming in there, you got to make sure the guys buy in and want to really be a part of the program. You don't want any guys who don't really want to be there Maybe making the whole making the whole puzzle not fit the, fit all the way right because they want to do their own thing or they really not bought into what you're trying to sell these guys to build this program up the way you want it to be and then the MEAC conference there. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, buying and, and culture is important, like what we talked about. So I think we have, you know, a great opportunity here because, you know, we, we didn't lose a lot to graduation, but 
you know, there, there were some guys that put themselves in the transfer portal before I even got the job, um, which created some room and, and some, some room for opportunity. So right now we have seven returning players um, on scholarship, and we do have a couple walk-ons that are, that are looking to come back. But seven scholarship players returning, which creates opportunity, you know, opportunity to bring six players in and, and to try to make a, you know, a big splash in terms of uh, bringing the right types of guys and that fit what we want to do. So I think we have good guys coming back and the guys that the type of guys coming back that are going to strive to fit what we're trying to do. And then we're going to bring in guys that are also kind of going to be in that same mindset. So, and then we'll have three or four seniors next year. They're going to graduate. So we're going to have a chance over the next, you know, 12 months to, to, you know, to basically bring in, you know, 10 guys. And, you know, so it's, it's going to turn into a, a new look roster extremely fast. Now, you're going to try to do the international route, the grad transfer route, the transfer route where a guy sits one and plays how many he has left, or you know, the JUCO route or high school seniors. I know you got five ways so you can do it, but what, what part do you think works best for you now going forward as you build your program? Yeah, I, you know, for me it's going to be about we're going to be aggressive in the grad transfer route, but, you know, the, the thing about the grad transfer is that we're going to be honest about the fact that, you know, you can't – everybody's telling guys they can come and get a master's in one year. <laughs> you know, like, we're going to take the right grad transfers that understand that, you know, most grad programs are going to take two years, you know. So we're, we're going to do it the right way in terms of that. We're not just going to sell you on a dream with that. Um, so we're going to we're gonna be active in that market. We're also going to be active in, in, in the prep school market in terms of post-grad kids and guys that have an extra year under their belt. We're going to be active in the JUCO market and looking at, you know, guys that are transfers coming out of junior college. And then we might look at taking the right type of Division One transfers that are guys coming from a higher level that might either sit for a year and they can give us some aggressive, um, intense bodies in practice and put us in position to, to get some recruiting done for the following year. So um, that's the route we're looking at right now. We're aggressive in the prep route. We're aggressive in the JUCO transfer route. We're aggressive in the grad transfer route. And we're looking at the right Division One guys to sit out. Coming from a G League, so I know that you know all about development. So I want to ask you about player play development here this summer because it's going to be really key. It's been a new coach to kind of evaluate what you have on that roster and help those guys pick up at least one new skill this summer to help you come out to when things really get serious. So what's your play development plan this summer going to be for the guys? Will it be a lot of weightlifting, working out, conditioning, on court, a little bit of all that stuff, Coach? Yeah, I think we're going to put in the total program. And, you know, a lot of people are going to look at what we do and, say, oh, it's NBA-driven, he got that from the Sixers or the, the G League. or And, you know, I, I was trained the right way coming from Jay Wright of Villanova, you know, and he taught us how to do things a certain way and player development and, uh, and getting guys better has always been an emphasis in terms of what I've done in my entire coaching career. So, but, you know, so that, that's how I was raised in this business. So, you know, I think that skill training every day is going to be important for us. Daily vitamins, we'll call them, you know, things that – We've got to do fundamentally in terms of footwork, you know, passing, catching, shooting, you know, defensive fundamentals and vitamins every day in terms of our sliding and the way we close out and our help side and our talking, you know. And then we're going to try to do some things creative and dynamic in the weight room in terms of how we train and implementing some plyometrics and some things, uh, a lot of core training and flexibility. Utilize this great facility we have where we have an Olympic track right outside um, right behind our gym, and we've got an Olympic pool right here and the weight rooms right here. So um, I think we have a chance to do some special things. I also saw we have, like, a big, like, prairie where, like, like there's a lot of open space around here for some uh, some, some nights, what we call them in the military, motivational PT. 
you know, motivational physical training. So anytime something's not going the right way, I think we got a lot of space around here for some uh, motivational PT. <laughs> I hear <laughs> that. Guys from Mexico. So I think, you know, with with the training we're going to do and the dynamic of the style of play, we're going to be fast-paced. We're going to push the heck out of the ball. We're going to defend 94 feet. We're going to switch defenses when we can and just try to be a team that makes you uncomfortable. And non-conference schedule-wise, it's tough for guys coaching the SWAC and the MEAC. We all on the road pretty much the whole non-con season. So beyond those guaranteed games you have to play, you can try to get some guys to come over there to insist and play you guys or two-for-one or home-and-home. You can get some guys to come out there and play you guys. There are non-D, there are D1 guys out there to play those D2 schools because they don't really help you much RPI-wise. Yeah, you know, I think I think we might have probably the strongest strength of schedule in the country next year when I look at what the, the thing that was laid out for me. I didn't have anything to do with this schedule, but we're going to play some heavy hitters. We got Baylor, we got Stanford, we got Oklahoma, uh, we got Penn State, we got uh, Virginia Tech um, as five high majors, and then we've got five mids in Fordham, UNC Charlotte, uh, East Carolina, uh, Liberty, um, and one other. I can't. I did a good job. I named most of them. Uh, I uh, forget the other one. Um, one more that we that we got. Nah, nah, nah. So those are going to be the, the mid-majors, and then we have um, a couple of uh, low-major teams that we're going to play. Not many, but so the, the, our schedule is going to be a, a very intense, tough uh, schedule, you, you know, and, and not a lot of uh, non-D1 games on there. <laughs> you know, maybe there's one, and then we've got a home-and-home with Longwood. Um, outside of that, everybody else is going to be Atlantic 10, you know, um, <laughs> you know, ACC, Big Ten, you know, Big East, you know, games like that. So um, it's going to be a lot on the road, and, and we're going to use it as an opportunity to, you know, gain some incredible experience against upper-level teams to put us in the best position to compete um, against our, our league. So I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. At least those games pay well. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm trying to put it in the best way possible. Yeah, so we gotta we gotta make some money, keep the lights on. So yeah, you know? at, least, at least they pay well. <laughs> you know, I just called it. I see. At least they pay well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's what it is, and you know, and I think you know, you know, it, it, we're not the only ones that have to go through it. I think some some have to play. Um, you know, we probably play a little more than some other schools, but you know, I think that uh, we're up for the challenge, and we're going to use it as a as an opportunity to just kind of go against elite programs and and try to get better. So regardless of the score, we're, we're going to keep coaching every possession and uh, put ourselves in position to one day start to win a few of those games. I hear that that's coach. what we're trying to build. We're trying to build a situation. Of, uh, my best friend, Rob Jones, is the head coach of Norfolk State. My guy, um, Rob. He, he, I, that's my dude, too. Yeah, yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, he, and he's had a chance to build something special down there and, you know, um, so I, you know, and, and sneak some of those games and, and win some of those, you know. And I look at what Lavelle's done at North Carolina Central and, you know, um, I think the MEAC is a conference that's still overlooked, and hopefully we can do some things to build this program up so we can be in the same conversation as those schools. Yes, I know you kind of mentioned Jerry Wright a little bit. Uh, I want to also get you to talk about this coach. Who are some other coaches and guys who really had an impact on you in your career, like Coach Allen and those guys who really helped mold you as a coach, help show you the way to be the coach you are today and going to be for this program going forward? Yeah, I think Billy Lang, who uh, was my head coach at the Naval Academy, we worked together at at, at uh, Villanova, and he also we were he was also with the Sixers this past year, one of the top assistants for the Sixers. So we've got a long history of working together side by side in, in different ways. Um, he just got the head job at, the, at St. Joe's University, so he's also a hawk as well, <laughs> St. Joe's hawk. 
Um, he's been dynamically influential in my career. Obviously, you already mentioned Jay Wright. And then, obviously, being a Brown, Brett Brown, uh, this past season, you know, the little bit that, that I was in training camp and being able to, to be around a team in the in the springtime here after the end of our G League season, I was very impressed with just how he managed the team, uh, how he managed their culture, the egos, and just kept everybody in check and just had a servant's heart. So uh, he's a superstar in this business, and, and I was uh, – you know, just so thankful for the opportunity just to kind of be in his presence. I think when you think about the coaching pedigree I have under Jay Wright, Billy Lang, and, and Brett Brown, um, I, I'm just humbled to, to be in the conversation with those guys and have learned and some things to be able to implement into what I do. Now, Coach, how was it to coach my former classmate, Robert Covington, at Tennessee State, and we both went to school together? Uh, how was it to coach Derek Goggins? I'm so proud of him, what he's accomplished. You know, I chose the radio around the football around. He chose the basketball around. I think he made it my radio right call. I made the wrong call. I'm a radio, and he's in the NBA. So, but how was it to coach my guy? I, <laughs> you know what? I didn't really get a chance to coach him much because when I got there, um, he was kind of, uh, we, like I said, we were there for training camp, kind of watching and kind of helping as we could. But he was just a uh, – what I noticed about him is he was a vocal guy, leader, you know, was very in tune with what was going on defensively. Um, and it was it was very sad to see him go because a lot of guys loved him, not just on the team, but the, the staff and, and the, the city of Philadelphia really embraced him as a blue-collar, hardworking guy. So didn't get a chance to build a, a deep relationship with him. I know he was a man of faith. I'm a man of faith, and uh, I, know, I know that uh, he represented that well. And uh, always wish him the best. Well, it's crazy, Coach. I was at the Western in Memphis when the trade went down. When Dallas and Memphis played the, the, the Grizzlies, I was in Memphis with Rob when the trade came down. I just saw the raw reaction how it went down. Man, it was just sad to see how they all went down at the same time because I was there to see them play at Memphis, dude. It was like seeing that live and how it happens live. Man, it was just heartbreaking for me seeing how those guys loved him and yeah. how they hated to see him go. No question. And I think, you know what, both teams were able to get something that they need. You know, I think at that time you saw um, Minnesota, you know, just was in a tough spot with Jimmy Butler. And uh, I think they, they it was a great trade for them because they got, you know, good players that were happy to be there. And it was a great trade for us in Philly because, you know, I think Jimmy obviously was a big part of what we did. Um, so we missed Cub and everything. But I think also you saw the dynamic of Jimmy, you know, really serving a big role here and in, in, in adding some scoring and some defense. And not that Cub didn't because the Cub was great defensively for us, you know, but I thought we, a new element of scoring came and it was pretty cool to see when everybody came together. So, um, yeah, so it was. I think it was a refreshing uh, opportunity for, for both parties. I told Elton on March 23rd when the Hawks played the Sixers, that y'all got to re-sign my man Mike Scott. He is a six-man of for big, they can play the pick and roll, four, five, three. He can help out. He can start when you need him to. I see y'all sign my man, Mike Scott. Eldon is laughing. I know Eldon is with the Hawks, too. He is laughing. Y'all sign my man, Mike. He's good for y'all. He's a good third big off the bench for you guys. But I sign there, brother. But how is it be around Mike this spring? I know he crazy as hell. But I know he probably tripped you, know, you, know, you, know you out. Was, you know what was uh, – he's got an incredible work ethic. You know, he, 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 he comes out there and gets the shots up daily, extra shots. Um, he, he's, he's a very intentional about working on his game, his craft and his shooting and, and, uh, putting that extra time. And so got nothing for, but respect for, for him and what he's done, uh, individually to get himself better and what he brought to the organization. 
And coach, I tell you what, man, I think you're in a great spot at your location on Eastern Shore. You right near near DC. You get to Virginia, go, going down to Virginia, get players and get go to Baltimore City and get players. I mean, I love the opportunity you have there, coach. And I know you saw saw same things, the same things I'm seeing now about you. Something you can build. I mean, you you going there with a clean slate. You really can get this thing going because you can see that roster turnover for you guys. Really build a solid foundation, man. I'm happy for what you got going on, coach. I feel it's gonna be a great thing for you, you UMES right now. I appreciate it. I think we got a lot of work to do. You know, we kind of got the job late here, so we're we're doing our best to try to get involved with the best available talent that's out there right now. And at the same time, trying to, you know, get a head start on next year's recruiting. Um, you know, and, and trying to take the guys that we do have here that are foundational guys and get them better. Um, it's going to take some time, you know. And I think that you look at the history of this program. You know, it's this program that's never been to the NCAA tournament, and uh, we're going to try to do some things differently. Um, not just in terms of how we do things recruiting-wise, in terms of being more visible in D.C., Baltimore, you know, Philly, New York City. We're also going to try to put ourselves in position to uh, to take some chances on some on some guys that maybe, you know, previous staffs haven't tried to do that with. And I think that if, if we can do that in a high level, it's going to give us the best chance to try to put together a competitive roster that can, you know, at some point, uh, you know, have a chance to compete for MEAC championships. Well, Coach, anything I can do for your program, if you let me know, let, let, let your media guy know, hit me, reach out to me. I'd love to help you guys out. I love helping out at HBCU schools, from Tennessee State University. I have a soft spot for you guys in the MEAC and, and Hampton, and of course my mama mater as well, so I want to help you guys as much as I can, give you a platform to hear, so you can get players here in Atlanta to listen to, listen to about your program, so you can, you can say, hey, if Georgia Tech and Georgia don't recruit me, <laughs> I can go somewhere else too, and still have a great career, give me a good, a good degree as well. Hey, JR, all we got to do is get you the right Hawk shirt, and then every, and your life is going to be so much better, man. Once we do that, uh, I'm going to get your address. I'm going to get that the right Hawk shirt down there, and then you're going to be coming in. You're going to go from the boss man to the Hawk man. <laughs> the Hawk man. I like that. The Hawk. I think I'm already the Hawk man. Theoretically, I'm already the Hawk man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but well, the right hawk. I got you. The, the right hawk, though. I got you. I got you. <laughs> hey, well, Coach, no, it's been I great talk to you, man. I'm, I'm happy. It's, you got me pumped up, Coach. I, I'm, I'm loving hearing what you got going on up there at UMES. I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys got going on. Like I said, let me know if I can help you out any way. If I can, I'll do it, Coach. Thank you so much for your time today, man. Good enough. Appreciate your Hawk fans. As I tell them, it's time to unite. Get ready. Yes. Talk to you soon, JR. Yes, indeed, folks. It's Coach Crafton here on the Boss Man Show. album for you. Today we have them from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to use two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? 
an old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are so sure All the stars are so sure Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs Download the Amazon Music app today yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. Hey, 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 hey